listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back to Nonstop Mom. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining me today. How is everyone doing? Let me know. Write me a message. How is um, teaching at home going? Uh, How is family life? You know, I've been hearing from a lot of ladies lately, and I would love to hear from more of you and just, you know, sometimes we just need someone to talk to. (laughs) And so if you feel that way and all you're doing from night to day is a routine that you are not used to, I totally uh, get it. So please contact me. You can get me on Instagram under my name, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. You can find me on Facebook with Nonstop Mom, and I would love to um, get with you uh, while we're home being completely uh, bored and waiting for everything in the world to open up. So no, not bored. I definitely am not bored. We have had so much going on with the ministry and getting things out for uh, Miracle Word Kids and Nonstop Mom. And you know what? I've actually uh, used this time wisely because I'm getting ready to come out with my first book. And, you know, I had so much um, wonderful feedback in regards to the declarations that I was posting for a few months starting the end of last year. And people were like, can you put these in a book? Can you put these in a book? And so, you know, I wanted to do more than just take the confession and put them in a book. I wanted to take um, the confessions that we were saying, that we were declaring over our family, over our own life, over our kids, and um, put it in a book with some explanation behind it, uh, with some stories behind it. You know, so that is what is coming out very soon. So just keep your ear to the ground. And once I start posting that it's out, uh, right now it's just getting ready for um, edit review. And then once that is done, uh, it's just going to be formatted, you know, into the actual book size that I'm doing, and then it will go to print. So not too much longer. But I just wanted to get that out there because uh, the thing that I'm actually going to be speaking about today is... um, one of the declarations, I just, you know, it, it's funny because when you start feeling something, you know, you start thinking about a topic in the Bible or you just really start being attracted to that actual uh, teaching in the Bible, it's funny how all of a sudden things just start coming at you with the same thing. So I've had like, you know, at least five women in the last week uh, write me on the topic of faith and learning about it and wanting to know uh, about, you know, praying over their kids. Uh, why am I not seeing this miracle? And then just some different things like that. And so I also just got asked to do an online women's conference that's coming up uh, May 8th and May 9th. And if you follow me, jump on social media, you'll see me advertise that. But going to be speaking with um, some uh, other powerhouse uh, women of God. So you do not want to miss that, ladies. If that is something that you are home for, guess what? We all are. So it's Friday. It's May 8th at 7 p.m. And it is again on May 9th, Saturday at 10 a.m. And so I'm really looking forward to it. But guess what? The topic is faith, great faith. And, you know, faith comes, we know what the Bible says, by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if our confession, the things that are coming out of our mouth 
um, get out there and go into our ears, that is what we're hearing. So we can actually read the word of God. Okay, we can sit down, we can do our, you know, hey, I'm going to, in fact, Miracle Word just launched a, a Bible reading challenge for adults starting today on May 1st. And it's like, we could sit down and read those eight and nine chapters a day. But if we're going to speak something different than what we read, reading really doesn't make any benefit to our life. So when we read the word of God, we have to uh, read it, believe it, speak it, and then faith comes by hearing. So we're not just listening to other ministers preach, not listening to other, you know, uh, men and women of God preach and then that's the only time we hear or through music or through podcasts or through you know it, it, it's ourselves as well that are supposed to be speaking and then our ears hear it and then it builds our spirit man so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and it's not just hearing other people speak of the word of God it is falls on responsibility on our own shoulders to speak the word of God so one of the uh, declarations that came to my mind that I had made um, in those uh, social media ads was the spirit of faith is, I believe, so I speak. Think about that. The spirit of faith is. It is what the word of God says it is. It is. It doesn't change. It's our title deed to receive everything that God has for us. Faith is our title deed. You know, I have a title deed for the house that I live in. If somebody tried to come and take my home, they don't have permission to take it. It belongs to me. My husband's name's on it. My name is on it. We own the property and it belongs to us. So the title deed has my name on it. So faith is the title deed for our life. The spirit of faith is I believe, that's the next thing, and I speak. So if you look with me in Mark 11, because that is a great, um, it talks about the God kind of faith that we're supposed to have. And if you go to Mark 11, 22, it says, then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. Okay, so we have the God kind of faith right there in the first sentence, the first verse. 23, I tell you the truth, you can say to the mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But, but, okay, so we can say it, but this is what has to also happen to work with our faith, okay? We can say confessions until we're blue in the face. You can say every declaration that I've put out there. You can go online and Google declarations for whatever topic you want and say them all the time. But, see, I have a but um, in my sentence there and and so does Mark. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, anything, okay? Nothing is without our grasp. Nothing is without, you know, I love in Psalms, and I believe it's 34, it says, God has given us the desires of our hearts. He will give us. He will give us. But those desires are not just our desires. He has planted desires within our heart that we're supposed to see happen, that we're supposed to follow through with. 
So we have no doubt in our heart. I tell you, we could pray for anything. And if you believe that, you will receive it and it will be yours. So remember, the spirit of faith is, I believe, so I speak. And so, you know, that book that I'm putting out, the whole thing is believing, speaking, declaring. We got to declare, declare, declare. But if our heart is not believing what we declare, then we're not going to see, you know, our faith is not going to be used properly. And so, you know, I, I, I know that, uh, you know, it says in Matthew 17, 20, what? If we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. So I know a lot of ladies have written in and say, listen, I'm believing for a baby and it's just not happening. I'm believing for this. I'm believing healing over my kids. I just can't figure out why this is not happen- happening now. And I'm believing for my kids or a restoration in my marriage. Or, you know, I'm trying to find my soulmate. Or I'm praying to God for a promotion in my work. Uh, Lord, give me God ideas so I can, um, you know, have increase within my family. You know, we say all these prayers and we always go with, you know, Matthew seventeen twenty. If we have faith the size of a mustard seed to move a mountain, it will be cast into the sea. Okay. So has anyone ever Googled what the size of a mustard seed looks like? It's really, really tiny. I mean, tiny like a grain of pepper, sand, whatever. It's so tiny. Think about, okay, because I'll have people say to me, you know, Maybe I don't have enough faith. Maybe I don't, you know, I'm, uh, you know, that person, I just, I'm just not doing it right. You know, you hear everything. You know, people will watch me on the broadcast and they'll say, I just, you know, I'm not at your level. I just, I don't know. I can't get to your level of faith. You know, and I say it like that because that's exactly how you should hear it if that's someone who's saying it like that. Everybody should be growing in their faith. We should never look at anybody and say, oh, I wish I had their faith. Oh, I wish, you know, and you're kicking the dirt. You already start off with the size of a mustard seed of faith to move a mountain, all right? So you're already at a vantage here by using the faith you have But look what a seed is. What is a seed? Does a seed stay in seed form? Yes, if it's not planted. Correct. But if you plant that seed of, uh, that mustard seed of faith, and you plant it in the word of God, and you water it with your confession, and you water it with your believing, that mustard seed can only grow. And your faith is going to grow with it. You know, it's not a very popular message when it's taught that there are different levels of faith. People would say, oh my gosh, that is so rude. That's not right. You know, you can't look at somebody and be better than them. But listen, not everybody in the kingdom of God is at the same level. So that's something that we're going to have to swallow and realize Hey, okay, not everybody is at the same level, but I can be at that level. I can go higher. 
you know, let's let's take the responsibility as an adult here and be like, listen, I'm going to go after this. I'm not going to be the one that's kicking the dirt saying, I wish I had more faith. I wish I was at their level. I wish, I wish, I wish. You don't have to wish. God said in the word, you know, Jesus rebuked um, his disciples on all different occasions throughout the New Testament. Oh, ye of little faith. Okay. Oh, ye of great faith. Oh, ye of no faith. Okay, so if you read through the Gospels, you'll see see that Jesus had said those things. So that just goes to show you that there are different levels of faith. And yes, you might meet some people that come off proud about it or, you know, with the wrong attitude. Take it with the grain of salt and move on. Just go and study it for yourself and know that you can move up in your level of faith. I mean, absolutely supposed to be you know, moving up in your level of faith. You should never settle where you are. What happens when you're comfortable? Okay, so you say you've gone up a few levels in faith. You know, I like like to see things in my head. So I look at it as a ladder or a belt notch, you know, or something where you can move up. Because I strive to go greater, to go higher. The Bible says, actually, that we're supposed to go from faith to faith, glory to glory, strength to strength. I mean, like, we are supposed to get as close to being like Jesus. He told us to do greater things, to be like him. And we have to do that by climbing the ladder in all areas. And it's absolutely possible. It's doable, and we're told to do it. So it's not that it's just doable, it's a command to have this kind of faith, to move it up. Because we're not supposed to, you know, you can have new faith levels until the Lord returns. There's no cap on faith. Anyone who's been listening to me teach for a while knows there's no cap on faith. You can forever grow in the things of God and your faith level. Absolutely. So don't get up a few levels of faith. Don't get through a few things and you're like, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm feeling pretty good. I didn't have to take medicine for this time. I got this, you know, and then you put down the Bible uh, for a month or so and then, you know, you move on and we've thanked the Lord for he did it without, you know, any help. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. And you've moved on. You cannot get comfortable where you're at. You cannot get comfortable. You cannot settle where you are in your faith at this moment. Never be in the comfort zone. Never, ever be in the comfort zone. I have figured out over the years, if you stay in that comfort zone, if you stay in that, I'm okay, I'm good, I, I, I got all I want, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm good. I've, I've got all the faith I need. I've got all the thing, you know, in my little comfortable bubble. You can't, you can't be like that because I've realized over the years, if you remain comfortable, you won't move. You won't move. Faith is going to take you out of your comfort zone. You know, quick story. When I moved to Florida from Virginia Beach, there was no reason other than the word of God that told us that we are to move. We had a great church. Our family lived around the corner. All the grandkids, the cousins, everybody was together, pop over for dinner. Beautiful area 
beautiful home. I mean, zero, zero reasons to leave what we were doing. Our ministry office was there, still is in Virginia Beach. Um, we were right in the middle. We'd travel up north. We started in the middle. We traveled down south. You know, we were starting in the middle by being in Virginia Beach, traveled out west. We just straight shot out. So no reason other than the Lord asked us to take, he asked us to take a step of faith and move out of our comfort zone. And let me tell you, that was three years ago this past month, actually, in April, April 2nd, we arrived in Florida. Three years ago, we have, I mean, the ministry in itself has gone to completely new levels. Uh, our home is at a level that like probably thought we would get there later on down the road, blessed us with the home that we're in, um, amongst other things. We go to a, a phenomenal church now, you know, being in Florida where we are. So we have to realize that faith is going to take us out of our comfort zone. And by stepping out, we prove to God, listen, we will listen to you. We are going to be led by faith, not having all the the pieces of the puzzle put together, but we're going to do this and we're going to step out and do it. And it's going to take you out of your comfort zone. If you remain comfortable, like I said, you just won't move. How can we how can we do what the Bible says by going from faith to faith if we can't conquer levels? You get stagnant, right? We know it's when when I think of the word stagnant and someone says that I think of like gross pond water or what you know something that's been sitting outside you know you've had water in like a dish it's collected maybe a bottom of a potted plant I don't know but stagnant makes me think of stinky gross mucky water and when I looked up the word stagnant actually the other day um it meant to become stale <laughs> which exactly is exactly how I picture it to become stale or foul all right <laughs> That word, you're so foul. <laughs> you know, I've heard people say that. But to be to become stale or foul from standing. To I mean, the, the second part of this really, when I looked up for the definition, really stuck to me. To stop developing, growing, progressing, or advancing. That is exactly exactly what the devil wants you to do exactly what the devil wants you to do he doesn't want you to move he wants you to become content he wants you to build your house in contentment he wants you to be fine where you are and then you get to the place it's like if you don't see the miracle that you're believing for you get to be okay with it you're starting to "Mm, some of my prayers get answered some of them don't but you know what it's okay because the majority of them do. And, you know, I, I talk like this because it's it's just a silly way of thinking. So I talk silly because it's a silly way of thinking. And I, and I, I, I don't think a lot of people uh, say these things out loud so their own ears can hear them. And it's like they just get so, uh, yeah, I, you know, I trust in the Lord, but, you know, whatever comes my way, I'm just going to you know, the journey of life. And, you know, sometimes there's ups, sometimes there's downs. Sometimes, you know, we have to fall down to get back up. We got to 
kind of trip along the road of life and skin our knee and get a little bloody and but it's going to be okay because you know God's at the end of this this life with with uh, band-aids and peroxide and he's gonna you know pick us up and 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 bandage our boo-boos come on ladies come on Get some authority back in your voice. Get some authority back in in your thoughts and declare the word of God. Come on, ladies. We were built to be strong. That is what my whole nonstop mom theme stands on. 2 Samuel 1-2. We are built for strength, okay? The Lord has made us strong. Remember Hannah's prayer? We have an answer for our enemies, Okay, so that doesn't sound like a weak woman. It sounds like a woman who has it all together with strength, with praise, with thankfulness. And she knows how to chop up a few of the devils. (laughs) And if you go with me to Psalm 112 in verse 7, that says they, meaning us, okay, children of God, they do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. Listen, if there's something you're believing for, Work your faith for it. If it's a baby, if it's restoration in your marriage, if it's healing in your own body, if it's healing in someone else's body that you're around, your husband, your your friends, your children, stand up in faith with righteous anger, with righteous anger, and know you have authority. Because just like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the spirit of faith is... I believe, I believe, the reason I can sit on my broadcast, the reason I can say on this podcast and make declarations that my family will not be sick, my family will not be touched by COVID-19, my family will not receive any diseases, my family won't even go through a cold, is because I believe it. See? I have trained myself in the Word of God to believe what the Word of God says. And we have to remember, I'll get a lot of people uh, writing in for prayer, and I love praying for them, and I love getting back um, the testimonies of, you know, hey, I'm pregnant now, uh, you know, this and that, and thank you for praying for me, or, you know, I was sick, and, and you prayed for me, and whatever the doctors were trying to find, they couldn't find anymore, and I rejoice with you. But remember, not all things that you're believing for are going to come instantaneously, but it doesn't mean the Lord didn't hear your prayer. It doesn't mean you don't have authority. It doesn't mean, um, you know, that your faith is just so small and, you know, you need to kick the curb and just be like, you know what? I don't have it. Go after it. It says, I'll finish up here with James. In James 1, verse 5, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, okay? Don't waver, ladies. Don't pray something and then later let your you know neighbor, a friend come over, family member speak to you and say, well, you know, when people start like that, well, they already are not on the same boat as you. There's a difference when you have a friend, family or not, and you go to tell them something that you're believing for, and their first reaction is, 
This is how you can test it if people are on your faith level or higher. Their reaction isn't, well, their reaction is, absolutely, I'm going to stand with you. I'm believing with you. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to keep you in my prayer time. You're going to receive the miracle that you want. God's going to answer your prayers. The Bible says in Acts 10.38, Jesus went around doing all and healing all, doing all good, healing everyone from their oppression, their sickness and disease, all, okay? So Jesus heals all. Restoration, he's in the restoration business of family members, of husbands, of friendships. Okay, this is all that he died for. So, you know, when you have a friend that answers you with, well, they're not obeying James 1 and verse 6 because they're wavering. And this is what the Bible says about people who waver. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. <laughs> Listen to verse 7. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. Listen, guys, let's not make these goals. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, if you're trying to get pregnant, listen, this is what I'm doing, and this is it. And, you know, you put so much stress on yourself and so much stress on your husband, and your body changes with stress. Listen, enjoy the practice of creating a baby. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. If you're married, guys, whoever's listening that's single, wait until you're married. But, you know, there's enjoyment while you're waiting to get pregnant. Enjoy that time. Enjoy that time with your husband. Make it romantic. Make it loving. Listen, the Bible says make your request known. Believe it. Receive it. Speak it. And go on. doesn't say make your request known. Speak it. Obsess over it. Obsess over it some more. Obsess a little bit more. And then realize that God's just not going to answer your prayers. And, you know, I'm okay with it. Maybe he has other plans for my life and I just need to go in a different direction. No. Listen, ladies who are believing for kids, if God put that on your heart, you're going to receive your miracle. Press in. Speak the word. Don't obsess. Speak the word and let it go. Know that he is working on our behalf. Right there that I read in James 1, uh, what was it? 5 through 8. Remember, just because you don't see him working instantly, okay, ladies, doesn't mean he's not working constantly. Don't put these pressured, you know, I'll get moms, listen, I prayed for my daughter and she had a fever. I laid hands on her. I anointed her with oil. And I just, you know, she's laying here still with a fever. God didn't, you know, it's like, calm down. Let it go. Okay, that's what I want to tell a lot of women. <laughs> Let it go. Relax in your faith. Faith is aggressive, okay? The Bible talks about faith being aggressive, right? To have violent faith. Get that bulldog faith, right? Violent faith. It's aggressive, but it's not uptight, okay? 
uptight causes people to frantic. It causes people to speak fear. It causes people to speak things that are not of the word of God. It is not for you to be uptight. It's for you to cast your cares upon the Lord. You give it to him. Let him deal with it. We are, remember guys, we are not meant to carry burdens. We are meant to carry blessings. The Bible says so. So listen, for you who are believing healing in your body, for you that are believing healing in your mind, in your family, in your marriage, in your children's life, get into the word of God. Make time for him. Find out what he says about your situation. Believe it, okay? People can fake talk all they want. It's truly what they believe in their heart is what's going to be your fruit, okay? You're known by your fruit, which is what? Your actions. Your actions is what? Faith. Faith is an action word, okay? So you're known by your, replace it, your fruit. You're known by your faith because it's an action. People can speak whatever they want all day long. You can fool us on Facebook. You can fool us on Instagram, on Twitter. You can fool us to our face. But what does your action of your faith show us? What does our, your action of your faith show um, yourself? Listen, ladies, I love you a lot. And I want to see women in this generation stand up for the things of God. I want to see women in this generation go after it. Go after it. We are built for this. We are built to be strong. We are built to lay hands on the sick and see miracles. We are built to have great faith. Listen to me. You can do this. If you feel like you're at this level and you're like, you know what? After she has said all this, I I truly need to go higher. I never thought I needed to go higher. I thought I was good. I was happy. I thought, but you know what? There's always room. This is one thing I, I have learned being in the ministry and, and just learned learning in life, you know, is that I need to always remain open and teachable. I have to remain teachable in order for the Lord to use me. I can't shut down. I can't think I know it all. I can't, you know, have a prideful attitude. I have to remain teachable for the Lord to use me, for the Lord to speak to me. If I don't remain teachable and open, then I'm not going to hear his voice. I'm not going to hear what he wants me to say, what he wants me to do, not only for, you know, this ministry, but for my life in general, over my kids, with my husband. I have to remain teachable. And same for you. So if you thought, you know what, I thought I was good. You know, I didn't think I had, you know, I have strong faith in certain areas, but it doesn't stop me from listening to faith messages, teaching on faith. Because I constantly want to be filled, 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 filled with it. Because you know what? When there comes a time, you know, I operate, I live, I live in that faith. But there comes a time, you know, that I need to pull that out of my my jar that I have filled and filled and filled up and I'm going to be ready it's going to be ammunition for the enemy it's going to be ammunition it's going to build my uh, life greater than it is already 
to do great things for God, to do everything that he's called me to do, our prayers can always be answered. They don't have to be passed over. They don't have to, you know, we get, like I said before, kicking the dirt over anything. This is for you. So remember, the spirit of faith is, I believe, so I speak. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me today. You know, you really encourage my faith with all the things that uh, you guys write in and you say to me, just following nonstop mom ministry and being a part of it really I mean, I love it. I I tell my husband all the time, I genuinely love these ladies who are a part of it. I've got ladies that write me from all over New Zealand, uh, Norway the other day. Um, So really, really, really stay in contact. Jump on Facebook. I've got a private group called Nonstop Mom. You can reach me on Instagram. Um, Sometimes I'm a little bit better at getting messages back on Instagram only because I tend to see them first and quicker than Facebook, but really, honestly, write me anywhere. Um, So I, you know, if there's any time anyone needs prayer, a friend to talk to, let me be the one. I won't say, well, well, (laughs) I'm going to stand with you and fight with you on the front lines. I love you so much. You guys are doing wonderful. I know lately things have been a change for you. But I pray for supernatural strength over each and every one of you. I know that God's going to give you the grace to do what you're doing in this season that has switched for everybody and that you can do it. I love you so much. Make sure you, ch- oh, by the way, I've got new nonstop mom mugs. I had a lot of people ask and I got it, 13 ounce mugs. You can find it on um, shop.miracleword.com. Get yours today. I love you, ladies. Thanks for hanging out with me. And have a wonderful rest of your day.